What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. First things first, welcome back, y'all. By welcome back, I mean me. Welcome back, me, to y'all. Y'all, happy belated Thanksgiving. Welcome back. Welcome back to another week. I took last week off, as you know, or maybe you listening late and you did not realize, but last week was my birthday week, so I took off, and it was Thanksgiving week. My birthday fell on Thanksgiving Day this year in 2020, so I celebrated I was not available for the podcast, for the cast, but I am back and here with some more topics for this present day episode. With that said, you guys kept listening to the podcast. People was even going back and listening to some of the old episodes. So shout out to everybody, the new listeners, the existing listeners, whoever that may have been. Shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for the continued support. As always, y'all know what I'm about to say. I have events and things coming up in the area. Not many. I'm winding down for 2022, so not as many shows. But check my social media, my website for information. I may have some pop up here and there. Thank y'all. And again, continue to share, rate, subscribe, five stars, leave a comment on, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And with that said, y'all, let's get into it. As mentioned, I took off for Thanksgiving week. Did not drop or release an episode of Black News Podcast. I was celebrating and I probably wouldn't have anyway because it was Thanksgiving, not just my birthday. But Every four or five years, my birthday does fall on actual Thanksgiving Day, November 24th. And if you know anything about me or maybe you've heard the story, close friends, not associate, whoever, I actually do not like when my birthday is on Thanksgiving Day. I don't like it. From a distance to everyone else, it seemed cute. Like, oh my God, that's so cute. Holiday birthday. But in actuality, nah. Reason being... When you turn a certain age or your birthday is on a holiday, something that is a a huge deal, that holiday becomes your birthday. Meaning whatever you do for Thanksgiving, when your birthday is on Thanksgiving day, that's your birthday. So if you got to go over so-and-so in them house and the, the food that's there, that's your birthday dinner. If you visiting friends, that's your birthday. If you got to spend time with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, you don't really fool with their family like that, but you got to go over their house for Thanksgiving. Guess what? That's your birthday. Sweet potato pie, pound cake. That's your birthday treats. Okay. The dressing, that potato salad that you don't know who made, that's your birthday dinner. So I do not enjoy it. I understand now how it can seem great to some people, but for me, not so much. And. It started when I was a young girl. Let me tell you a story. One year, my birthday was on Thanksgiving Day. I may have been four or five years old. Historically, in my family back in the day, we would go over my grandma's house for Thanksgiving dinner. 
that day, woke up. It's my birthday. I'm excited. Yay, around the house, telling my parents, it's my birthday. They're like, yeah, girl, happy birthday. Okay, cool. It was no no celebration. Nothing was popping. I was a little upset. I was disturbed because it's my birthday. What are you talking about? Go over to my grandmother's house. I'm over there. I go upstairs to play with some of the cousins and the siblings and whoever was over there. A little while passes by. I get called downstairs. Cornelia, come downstairs. Oh, my God, come downstairs. I come downstairs. Surprise. Ping, ping, ping. Happy birthday. Y'all, it was the same setup. It was the same setup. There may have been some cake. Maybe. But it was the same people. It was the same Thanksgiving food. It was maybe like a party plate, like a, a decorative plate, maybe. And some gifts, maybe like two gifts wrapped in the funny papers. It wasn't even no birthday gift wrapping. I'm talking about, I'm sitting there like, where are my friends? Where are my homies? Where are my dogs at? Even though I'm only four or five years old, I still have my dogs. Where are they at though? After that, I just got, did not like when my birthday fell on Thanksgiving. I just did not like it. So now we're here. I am an adult. I get to decide what I want to do for my birthday. And I always said for my 40th birthday, which was falling on Thanksgiving, I've known this for years. I do not want to be up in this piece, just sitting around at somebody's Thanksgiving dinner. Now, let me say this also. I love Thanksgiving, spending time with friends and family. Shout out to my group of close friends who had on Friendsgiving. We had a Friendsgiving over their house on Saturday. They threw me a surprise party. They had a, a wonderful cake. They had, they set up a club Beyonce, decorated the room. I'm talking about, it was all of the things. So I do love that, but I knew I didn't want to be in town for my 40th birthday. Last minute, I said, you know what? I need to get, I need to get somewhere. Your girl need to go somewhere. I booked me a trip to Egypt. I went to Egypt, y'all. When I tell you this was the most incredible thing that I've ever done. I have been wanting to go to Egypt and have been planning this trip for years. It costs money to get to Egypt. It ain't a cheap trip. Now, it ain't overly expensive, but when you are an entertainer, y'all know sometimes the money fluctuates. Some years I'm making money, some years I ain't. And it just so happens that all of the years that I did have the money to go, circumstances prevented me from going, but I booked it. I booked that trip to Egypt and it was all of the things. I posted pictures on social media. I have made, made reels. I have all of this, in, this, this content and I need to find something to do with it. So let me break down the itinerary, my experience, because somebody in particular hit me up and said, talk about your trip to Egypt, the black part of Egypt on the podcast. And I am going to do that. Okay. So when you go to Egypt, there are things that you have to see and they are so spread out that you need assistance. So I booked a tour. I had guides throughout the entire visit and it was a solo trip. So I definitely felt like I needed somebody who can guide me along the way. Because one thing I ain't about to be doing, I ain't about to be just roaming through the streets of Egypt. Like I just, I no, I need somebody to explain the sites, give me the history lesson, take me on the tour, guide me, all of that. So I flew into Cairo and I went to Giza, Cairo, Luxor, and Aswan. 
Now, if you know anything about Egypt, you usually hear about the pyramids. Those are in Giza, the pyramids and the Sphinx. But there are other aspects of the country that people usually go to or talk about, but people may not know where they're located. So uh, my itinerary, I went to the pyramids of Giza, the Sphinx, that was all in Cairo and the Egyptian museum that was Cairo slash Giza. Egyptian museum has all of the artifacts. It even has the King Tut exhibit, which pointing out, y'all know back in the day, they was raiding tombs. That's how we have all of these artifacts. The reason why King Tut is so notable and people keep talking about him, not was, wasn't because he was the best king. He was the most notable king. He was the only king's tomb that was found that was completely intact. That is why. Okay. Then next day went down to Aswan. Aswan is in the South of Egypt. It is a warmer climate. It is close or right. There's a one line, a street that divides Egypt from the Sudan, from Sudan. And it's basically where the, the dark skinned Egyptians are, where the Nubians were. When you hear about Nubians, that is near Aswan. Those, that is that location. So there I went to Abu Simbel temples. That is where Ramses, King's Ram, King Ramses II built his temple and he built his um, one for his wife, Nefertari. Not to be confused with Nefertiti. Nefertari was a Nubian queen that he married in order to build an alliance. And also because she was extremely beautiful and he was in love with her. Just adding that because, you know, hey, hey, these we, we, they black. Okay. Then next day went to Luxor, which was the Valley of the Kings. That's where most of the tombs were. I did not go to Valley of the Queens, but that is also where that was. Also went to Queen, and I'm going to mess up her name because I've been butchering it all week while I was in Egypt. Hatshepsut. She was the only queen during that time period that had a reign. She was very successful, and the way she got into power was very controversial. People didn't want her to be in that position because they don't, they didn't acknowledge queens at that point. Um, but she did it. Went to see her temple. The Colossi, the Colossi of Menon and the Karnak temples, which is the largest temple complex that was ever built. The thing that was so specific about the Karnak temples is each different king and different ruler added to it. So there are pieces that are from one king. And then there's an add on from another and an add on from another and another and another massive. It is gigantic. It, it's one of those people, the ones where you see people posting pictures and videos when you see all of those large columns. That's the one. It has 134 columns, giant sandstone columns. Then the next day I went back up to Cairo and did an Islamic mosque tour. There is a lot of history around mosques in Egypt. As y'all know, probably now it is in a predominantly Islamic or completely Islamic country. The Arab invasion happened in 639 AD. And then that is when things kind of shifted over as far as spirituality and religion. So it was a lot, lots of moving parts, lots of different pieces. I was all over the place. When you talk about overall travel time, it took two flights to get there from LA to, to Cairo. Once I was in Cairo, I then took a flight down to Aswan a train back up to Luxor, a flight back up to Cairo, 
then two more flights to get back. That's not including drive time and commute while I was in there. So I was on the move and I loved it. Now, a point for people who want to go to Egypt. You don't have to do it that way. And feel free to hit me up on social media if you want tips and and recommendations. You can also make it an easier trip and just fly into Cairo, then fly down to Aswan, get on a Nile River cruise, and then the cruise sails the next three days up the Nile. So then you don't have to do no additional traveling. The, The cruise just parked the boat up into the dock and you just walk on and off as you go see the sights. I did not do that. I did this way. Now about the overall experience. This trip was incredible. The experience was so incredible. It's one thing to read about history and to study and to do your your research, but it's another thing to really walk up on these monuments and into these tombs and, and into this land and to see it up close and realize some of this stuff has been around since the hundreds of thousands BC. It's, it's a little, it's overwhelming. It is, it's extremely overwhelming. Then add on the piece about being a black woman. So Egypt and a quick history lesson. And y'all know this cause we the black news listeners and we be reading books. Okay. Egypt is in Africa. Egypt is on the continent of Africa. The continent of Africa, especially dating back to those times, BC, black people. This whole idea and and narrative now that Egypt is considered a part of the Middle East, that is not historic information. That has happened with the shift of power and, and, and different waves of people coming in and out of Egypt after a certain point in time. We talking about history though, Egypt was black. Now, were people a little darker once you get down uh, further in into the country? Sure, but were they still black people? Yes, overall throughout, yes. So walking through Egypt as a black woman, I did not know what to expect because most descendants, most Egyptians now present day are descendants of Arabs or people from other countries within the Middle East. So you never know, because if you look at current day Egyptians, they look like Arab people. They don't look like African people or what we would consider historic, what we we would consider to be African people based on our ideas about it. Because when I think African, you think African, you probably think your homeboy that's Nigerian, your homegirl that's, that's from Ghana. No. So when I was in Egypt, I actually got a lot of love and appreciation and people showed extra care to me because I was a black woman to the extent of it would be random shop owners or, or people selling vendors and just people on the street yelling out, welcome home. My cousin, my sister, welcome back. Oh, you, you are Egyptian queen, my Nubian. I'm talking about you think, think of any black phrase reference to Egypt coming home to the motherland you could think of. And they done yelled it out. People, one man pulled up his arm sleeve and showed me his Black Lives Matter uh, bracelet and was like, you American, you black. We are with you. We are with you. And showed me his Black Lives Matter band. Like we black, sis, we pointed to his skin. We are with you. 
I go to Aswan, which again is at the bottom of Egypt in the southern region, close to Sudan, where the Nubian kingdoms were. I'm talking about they yelling out, my cousin, my sister, queen, welcome home, Egyptian Nubian. God, Nubian. Mind you, I'm a, a tour full of white folk, okay? The white people just sitting here looking so stupid. And I'm over here getting all of this love because I am back home according to them. So my experience in Egypt as a black woman was great. I did not feel unsafe. I had a tour guide at every point. Each monument or space I was in was filled with people. I, but I kept my head on a swivel because you you never know what to expect, right? We still out of the country and you're still in a place that you're not familiar with. But the the the, the Egyptians, the black people, they, they out there and they showing love and they made me feel extremely loved and extremely welcome to be back into on the continent. Even though my direct descendants, I don't believe, are from Egypt. It's all love. It's one continent. We one family. And they made that very known. Now, a couple tips for people that want to go. Because people were like, you know, people that I know were like, what do you recommend? And blah, 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 blah. One, I recommend booking a tour. I've said this. I think I said this a couple times throughout this, this segment. Don't be out there wandering around alone. It's too much history. It's too much traveling. It's too much stuff you need to know. It You need somebody that can walk you and guide you through the streets. I booked with a great tour company. I had a tour guide each different city. And it's not just a tour guide. You have a driver. You have the tour guide. So you got two people watching your back. Definitely do that. Two, pack light. Don't be out here with 17 bags. Don't bring no dress clothes. You ain't going to be dressing up. It ain't no time. There ain't no downtime. The downtime is travel time. By the time you get to the hotel, it's late as hell and you going to sleep. So you don't need no dress clothes. You might need a like a cute blazer to put on when you go downstairs in the hotel for dinner, but you don't need that. Three, wear the most comfortable shoes you own. Okay. I don't care if them, them sketchers or them orthopedic shoes they be wearing when they be working at Buffalo Wild Wings, the black ones, them waitresses be wearing with the Velcro straps. Put them on if you got them. I'm talking about wear the most comfortable shoes you got and just crop them out your Instagram fit, uh, video and, and pictures. You walk the entire day, every day, all day. Feet going to be, I tried to be cute and wear my, my Nike high top blazers. Cause I was like, oh, these gonna look cool in the picture. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill them when I, when I take these pictures. And they held up for a little while, but after a while, when I tell y'all, my feet was on struggle mode. I wanted to chop my feet off at the ankle and throw them into the Nile River. When I tell you, I want to chuck them, them, those in over the over the border from Egypt to Sudan. I talk feet done. Blazer destroyed them. I spent, I don't know how much money I spent on them when I'm with the homecoming. Can't wear them no more because they got dirt, they got Egyptian sand and dirt all over and suitcase scuff marks. I'm talking about dirty. Next tip bring cash and switch your cash over to Egyptian dollars. Not all of it, but some because they take Egyptian money because you giving out tips the entire time. It is po polite and custom, uh, customary to tip your your tour guide, but I'm you know I'm tipping the tour guide and the driver because both of them was looking out. So that's two tips per location. 
they be running at the airport trying to hurry up and grab your bags. If somebody accidentally grab your bag without you looking and carry it somewhere to you baggage claim, you got to tip them because then they be fussing like they be fussing like they don't want to get your bag back. You tipping everybody. Bring small bills. Be prepared to buy stuff because your friends and family going to want gifts or some shit. So just bring cash and switch and get it converted and bring small bills. Lastly, take lots of pictures and videos. I know we all talk about people wanting to live in the moment and you can't do that if you are, if you have your phone out and if you're not taking pictures and documenting this. But one thing I will say, memories fade. Memories fade. I cannot tell you what, how I would have felt if I would have came back to the States and not had no footage from me in this trip. I would have felt like a dumbass. You are there and you are seeing these larger than life statues and, and things that have been around for thousands and thousands of years. And you want you touching it and, and, and it's, it's real to you. You want to save that moment because it's so unreal. It is so incredible and it's so unreal to be standing on a stone of the Pyramid of Giza that somebody built thousands of years ago. You want to document that. I do not recommend going somewhere like this and having that. I'm just going to live in a moment mentality. That's dumb. Pull that phone out. Get you a tripod, video, pictures. Do all of it. Take all of it because you don't get that time back. And again, I keep saying this. Memories fade. Okay. Memories fade. And lastly, and this may not be the last, but this is all I remember at this time. You ain't going to get no sleep. So just, just power through. You ain't going to sleep. Especially if you did the trip that, the way that I did. If you booked the cruise and you can coast up the Nile, it may be a different experience. But because this uh, so much time was spent commuting and going to and from places, you you not sleeping. You th- your sleep pattern is off because you're still on Eastern or Pacific time. By the time your body shifts to Egypt time and you are able to sleep, it's the last day, so it don't even matter. You it, it's so overwhelming. You trying to process things. Once you get back to your hotel, you going through all the videos, footage. You texting people back. You calling people. People want to know what you doing. They want to FaceTime. It's you ain't gonna sleep. Get you a five hour energy drink, pack that in your suitcase, pop that thing, boop, boop, drink it down, drink half of it down, drink the other half later. And that's, that's just what it is because you ain't going to get no sleep. It's too incredible. It's just too incredible. Also adding that I rode a camel and y'all them camels be stinking. You look at the pictures and they be so cute. Y'all you pull up to the area where the camel be, where them camels be. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, them camels stink. Dank. They smell like straight booty cheeks. You want to talk about odor? Oh my God. Camel riding is fun. I had a great time on them because they sassy and they, they going to do what they going to do. They, they, they got attitude, but them camels stink. Woo. Okay. Anyway, that's that. That is in summary, my trip to Egypt. It was, people keep asking me, 
Was it everything that I expected it to be? And I say absolutely yes and more. I have very high expectations. I had had this idea of what it would be like to see these monuments in this history up close. And it lived up to all of those expectations and more. I highly recommend anybody going to visit. And if you go on, I will definitely go again. So hit me up if y'all have questions. If you, if you need advice, tips, all of that, hit me up. I have all of the details. Um, and also y'all give me some advice on what I need to do with all of this, these pictures and videos, because there's only so many Instagram posts you can make. I have these pictures and I don't know what to do with them. So give me some tips, hit me up on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, or all social media at Cornelia with your thoughts. Let's get into honorable mention. Now, there are many different topics that are going on this week and last week. But for for this segment, I really want us to talk about Brittany Griner again, because I feel so bad for that woman. Brittany Griner is over there in Russia going through it. And we just over here big kicking it, child. I was in Egypt living life and Brittany Griner is in prison. And I, like many of us, do not know what to do. We don't know what to do. We leaving it up to the government because, again, we ain't got no connect to Russia. We don't know who. We ain't got his phone, his cell phone number. And it sounds like based on the, the Biden administration, Russia don't want to negotiate for Brittany. She is... Technically, and we knew this, she is a prisoner of war. She, they don't want to give her up. She is over there. So the most recent update is that she's been moved to Mordovia, which is now we found out it's like they call it the land of prisons because it has over two dozen supermax prisons in that location. The, the, the conditions are terrible, swampy and frigid. Ain't no medical care, working 16 hour days. She's experiencing racism, homophobia, and she is in a foreign country. She don't speak the language. All of these things are happening. People say, have been reporting that it's common over there for them to also endure beatings and torture. Y'all, this is fucking Brittany Griner. And this is what's crazy about this whole situation. I've said this on black news before. I am not a believer that this was Brittany, that Brittany Griner just happened to one time bring, bring weed over there and get caught. If you travel to somewhere overseas and you travel with vape pens, with marijuana cartridges, you probably have been able to do that. You have probably been able to get through that country with that. Brittany Griner is a professional athlete that has played basketball in Russia for years. Professional athletes overseas they big shit. They the big shit. They are making these uh, organizations, these sponsors, this this country, millions of dollars. They be on billboards. So the fact that Brittany Griner is who she is and has been that moneymaker in Russia for however many years. And now she is in prison spending all of this time there. To me, that should tell you it's obviously a prisoner of war situation. Because they're willing to forgo all of this money that they were making on this person and just have her sitting in jail punishing her. It, the math ain't mathing. 
Okay. It's not mathing and it's unfortunate. So now what? Like now what? What like Brittany Griner is just in a prison in Russia for nine years. What the fuck? Like, I like I don't know, and I don't know Brittany Griner personally, but especially as of lately, I can't. I want to. I put myself in somebody's shoes because you net one choice can change your entire life, one moment, and if that were any one of us. One moment we on top of the world, we are an Olympian, we making money playing basketball, we hooping. You one of the best in your field, and now you in prison in Russia for something that you probably were able to do for the last few years. I can't. Y'all pray for Brittany Griner. Y'all, we got to do. I don't know what to do. Pray for her. Keep her lifted up because. Like it's one thing to be in jail in America, but child, you in Russia jail? No. Oh my God. Pray for Brittany Griner, y'all. With that said, if you guys receive updates, and I'm gonna keep talking about her and and, and over time and and keep bringing this up because this is the bullshit. Excuse the language, but it has to be said. <sighs> Let me know y'all thoughts about the situation, y'all. Hit me up um, on social media. All right. To recap this week's episode, I gave a complete rundown from my 40th birthday trip to Egypt. I visited Cairo, Giza, Aswan, and Luxor, and it was incredible. Highly recommend 10 stars. Please go and, and give me the updates on your trip. And then lastly, did a quick Brittany Griner update about what she's currently experiencing uh, based on her conviction and the time she is spending in a Russian prison. Hit me up on social media with your thoughts about all topics, some or none. And with that, I'll check back with you guys same time here next week. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing Black News with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Canelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye